Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. I feel like sometimes I want to be the kind of person that like lives in a van and like does life life achievement mm. things and sees every country and ticks things off. You know what? I just wouldn't like being in a van. I would. It's a lovely idea, but I can just imagine the sand that would get in the sheets when you get in after being at the beach. It would just fucking piss me off. I, I just know I'd hate it. It would be good for a day and then I'd be like, right. There's not enough space. I have nowhere to put my things. Uh, no, get me out. There's not enough cupboards, though. I don't care how many they put in. Like, that's not enough. What are you going to fit in there? A mug and a cactus? Like, where am I going to put all my shit? <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma. I'm a third-year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration, and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em. Hey. Today we're actually supposed to be talking about phone screens, which if you have no idea what that is, well, you'll hear it in the next episode because the start of our little squadcast sessions start with a mini catch up because Sarah is my sister. So we just are kind of like, hey, what doing? How's things? And in the middle of this little regular catch-up, I was just talking about how feeling a bit burnt out and mm. I just feel overwhelmed and I have so much going on. And then Sarah just asked me more about it and then I started talking more. And then she was like, hang on, I'm going to press record. So here is a weird ramble, a weird spontaneous ramble, but nonetheless a probably relatable weird spontaneous ramble. So I hope you enjoy it and I hope you might relate. Yeah, and I think if you're in a similar situation and you're feeling a bit burnt out, you'll get something out of this. But I think it's also a little bit entertaining. It's a bit raw. We didn't plan out the content. It kind of jumps around a bit. And um, hopefully you get something out of it. So Em, you and I were chatting about where you're at at the moment with studying. So you're in your last year of your degree What's going through your mind, you know, counting down to being done and graduating? I'm terrified and I'm having an existential crisis because I just want to prolong the experience of having my identity as a uni student. Like it's, it's terrifying. There's so many options. I don't know what I want to do. I want to study again, but I don't know what or where. I don't know if I can afford to move. And then I'm looking at commute times. And then also I'm just... I've so I'm uh, trying to get so much experience 
And I was just saying before, it's a fine line between being really grateful for all this volunteer experience and people giving me opportunities to do little free bits of work, but also being like, okay, I'm putting a lot of work into this for nothing. It's so creative. Creative industries are notoriously like that with internships and and kind of, you know, exposure type work. Um, yeah. I mean, how are you balancing having all of that on at the, at the same time? I'm not. <laughs> I feel like my life is one big chaotic mess. I feel like I'm constantly rushed and busy and thinking about something and forgetting to do something. I'm a chronic list writer um, and I just try and get up every day and then – do as much on the list as I can and then never finish the list, go to bed, wake up, repeat, really. <laughs> that sounds very dark. I promise I'm having a good time but it's just a lot. I feel, I was just saying before I feel like I don't give 100% to anything. I feel like I'm just so spread thinly but I was saying maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's better to, you know, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I'm doing lots of little things, lots of good experience but I have friends that just pour their hearts and souls into uni and I'm so jealous. I wish I could do that. Wish I could bring home the marks that I'm truly capable of when I actually put in effort. But I don't. They're all done two hours before the deadline because I don't have time. Okay. And it's a- okay. I'm going to stop you just there because I think we share the same DNA with this kind of stuff and I don't know who we've got to blame for that. Um, but what, what kind of marks do you get in your assignments? Distinctions and high distinctions. Not really high distinction, so I'd say distinctions. But if I don't get a like high, <laughs> not a high distinction, but a high end of distinction, like I'm mad. Like if I just get one, I'm like, oh, that's so shit, even though it's not. But I have got credit. I've <laughs> Every- got <laughs> what? Everyone listening right now hearing you be like, I only dedicate 45%. I'm not focused. I never get anything done. I'm failing. I never said I'm failing. Distinctions no. and high distinctions. Okay. I've only got a couple of high distinctions. That's not the norm. Distinctions. Sometimes low level distinctions. Have you ever had a credit for a course overall? Yes. One international studies subject. None of my journalism subjects, only my international ones because they required like ginormous essays on politics and stuff. And I think I, I, think I was a, a 78 or like the cusp, like one mark off being a distinction and I was so fucking pissed off. <laughs> Honestly, it felt like messaging my coordinator and being like, do you hate me? <laughs> like, why, why would you do this? And, and just for everyone at home, my whole undergrad degree, psych degree, I got one credit in one of my courses and it still upsets me mm. <laughs> to this day that I got that one credit. Um, and I can remember feeling the exact same way that you feel now. Like at one point I had two jobs, one that I did during the day and one that I did during the night. I was full-time uni and I also did volunteering with like a educational outreach kind of program thing. And it's a lot. You're like constantly like, I'm tired all the time. I'm eating frigging toast for dinner. Yeah. And I'm not looking after myself. I feel validated in my experience because it's like, oh, uni students live the life, blah, blah. But like, it's fucking hard. Okay. I feel like dad's the worst. Whenever I will tell him how much shit I've got going. He's like, oh, uni student, uni life, it's so tough, isn't it? One class a day. And I'm like, okay, I get it. When you put it like that, yes, compared to people out here working eight hours a day, no, it's not the same. But you go home and you switch off and you just live your life. I don't switch off. It's a perpetual, I have assessments to do. I work. I'm living below the poverty line. I've got to support myself. I'm trying to do internships. I'm doing a podcast. Like, I'm fucking tired, okay? Yeah. I'm tired. I, I, 
I can relate and I'm sure that I've been that person as well because sometimes when I say, hey, let's record an episode tonight and you say, I've had uni all day, I'm like, yeah, that's that's every day. I have work every day. Yeah. All of the days. I know, but work is different. I have See, I feel like I have perspective because I had a full-time job. I got up and did my 8.30 to 5 and it was fucking breezy compared to this <laughs> because you're just doing little tasks. Like you're not. It's not the same. I'm sorry. Anyone working full time, it's not the same as being at uni. You're not, you're not, first of all, you're not paying to be at work. I'm paying to be at uni. Mm. And the stress of having to do assessments and deter, I don't know. Like, I think don't, I don't know. It's not, it's a, not, the it's same. not a competition. I think everything's hard in its own it's way. It's not. But also, you just made it a competition by saying, yeah, well, I work I, every no, day. No, I was just trying to explain See? myself of why, why it can feel like that and why I, often add to your frustration in saying things like, oh, you've only had class one day this week. Um, yeah. Because hours-wise, yeah, like it's hard to compare. Um, but also the job that you had um, was a job where you could come in and do your work and you just went home. I think when you're in a professional career, that's sometimes really different because you're wanting to put in extra hours on top. You're wanting to make sure that you're checking your emails over the weekend in case something important came in, the stress and the, you know, the forward planning of thinking what you've got to achieve so that you can get the promotion, whatever, like it comes home with you. It would, it would, because it used to get to 4.57 and I would be at the door, bag, drink bottle, out the door. I'm like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. So I, yes, it would be, it would be harder, but like, Yes. I just don't want people to compare working full-time to studying full-time. They have their own challenges and I'm allowed to be fucking yes. tired. Even if we didn't have the same timetable, I'm still doing shit all day. I'm still trying to fit 5,000 things into my day. Yeah. So don't at me. I'm allowed to be tired. You you are. You are absolutely entitled. Also, I wish I wasn't so driven. Like I wish I was just <laughs> at uni and like, that's all I did. Honestly, it's hard being this driven because I hold myself to such a high – standard and I have to do all these things like life would be so good if I was just like oh yeah I'm just doing commerce and that's all I do I just don't have a job I just do my commerce degree and then I'll finish and worry about it that would be great I'd be a lot less stressed I but have I'm not. This, I have this conversation with one of my housemates in particular all the time because she and I are very similar to what you just said and a lot of the time you take on extra things, you do extra stuff that you don't have to do that nobody's asked you to do but you're doing because you think, okay, eventually somehow this will pay off and, again, you know, I'm motivated and driven and ambitious and all of those things Um, and you whinge about it and go, oh, you know, why do, why do I even bother? Why don't I just mm. clock in and clock out like everybody else um, and not worry about it? And, <laughs> and just it's do... like, you can. <laughs> I know. But do you know what? I've, I can't because, <laughs> yeah. because I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be satisfied with that. And also the other thing, more importantly, that I have worked out over my career so far is that it pays off. It does. I know it doesn't feel like that now and it's not always instant. Sometimes it takes way longer than what you would like it to. But when you get to your first professional round of interviews and you're going through applying for jobs and stuff, all those extra things that you've got to mention in those interviews are going to set you apart from someone else who didn't do that. Mm. And, yes, they might have a a high distinction average versus a distinction average. Like that doesn't matter. Mm. Think about you're trading off, you know, 
like the 90% or something in your uni for an 80% but all these other things yeah. that you're getting as well. And that's what I've been trying to tell myself lately when I'm feeling like I can't give uni everything is that in the scheme, well, in my industry particularly, like the work experience you have is more valuable than the degree anyway. Honestly, like people can yeah. get there without even doing the degree. So I like to remind myself it's okay. These little things still deserve your energy. It's okay to neglect uni a little bit because the work is what's going to pay off. But still, it feels it's hard. It feels like I'm spreading myself thin. Can only give it. I can't give anything a hundred percent, which is tough when you're a perfectionist and everything has to be a hundred percent. It's just my two personalities yeah. are fighting. Me and my multiple you're personalities. Too hard on yourself. I think. And anyone who is listening to this is going to be like, oh, my God, wow, like how's she doing all of that? Like, wow, go Emma. And you're here beating yourself up about it. Probably. But I'm sure there are people who can relate to this right now. I think, you know, I would I would hazard a guess that people who are maybe don't really care that much, not that fussed about their career or their uni or whatever, are probably not looking up a podcast in how mm. to be better at, at going for a job. This is true. So I have a feeling if you're listening to this, you are the kind of person who is interested in in bettering yourself and you can probably relate to some of what we're talking about. Um, I don't have any advice, yeah, so, but I'm with you. Hang in there. Just Well, we always say <laughs> Keep having we, are advice, <laughs> we are advice, inspiration and support. So I feel like we're Here's on the, the support we're on side. The support. Welcome to the support side yeah. of Interview Boss. Here we are. Welcome. Come and have a cuppa. This have is, a bath. It's going to be this okay. This is empathy. <laughs> this, is not, this is not advice. This is empathy. Hmm. This is we are here with you. <laughs> we know what it's yeah. like. Um, if this is you and you're staying back late at work, you're taking on all these extra projects, you're trying to do stuff, you know, maybe studying while you're working full time as well because – our other sister yeah, is doing shout that. Out to you, I, Annie. I swear, I bad bitch. Yeah, incredible. Annie's doing a great job. I swear, like, what is it with our genetics? Or maybe it was the parenting that we just are not satisfied with just one thing in mm. our lives. Um, <laughs> overachievers mm. taking on too much because we were smart as kids. So then our whole identity was built around being like the bright individuals that are going to succeed. Academic. So now, like, we only accept validation and self-esteem in the form of achieving things yeah and and people talk about this whole thing of like you know if if you were if you lost your career or your job or you were made redundant or you had some kind of setback or imagine you had some kind of health complication that meant that you know you had you weren't able to work right you weren't able to hold down an actual job what would your identity be and that really scares me because mm. I think I would really struggle with that yeah I think I'd I think I'd really struggle to work out what my place in society is or what my purpose or meaning is yeah yeah I recently started we play Oztag and netball twice a week and we just organized it with our friends so I have two things on because during COVID I was having this crisis because I realized I don't fucking have any hobbies and all of my <laughs> hobbies like are to do with my career like you know, I enjoy, I love like writing and reading and pocket and all the, but it's all linked. It's just extensions of my work and the study that I do. And it's just like horrific. So I was like, oh my God, I don't have any hobbies. And I, I, I live with my roommates who uh, have so many hobbies, like we're polar opposites. There's probably like, you know, no hobbies, a normal amount of hobbies and a <laughs> stupid amount of amazing hobbies. And they're all up that end. They surf, rock climb, 
art, piano, like they do it all. So I'm just here like yeah. <laughs> I don't have a thing and I still don't have a thing. So this is for all the people that also don't have a thing. I just made up a thing. I just started an Oz tag team and it's not my thing, but it's fun. So I now have two things a week that aren't uni or work because it was just getting ridiculous. And yes, yeah, so I relate to that. If I, when you take away mm. all of my, this effort, I don't know who the fuck I am or what I like. I don't know. That is everything. Yeah. We so, t- I think we talked about this a bit in the resume episode, right? When they're like hobbies. I'm like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I always I felt like it. that. At, I always felt like that at school um, when people had that kind of identity, like they were the swimming the horse person girl or they or were the, the horse girl. <laughs> yeah, we country girls, we, there were a lot of horse girls at our school. Yeah. <laughs> or they were like, you know, the, the alternative one who was super into their music or they were, mm. you know, the sporty one who was always competing in stuff. And I feel I've like definitely I did tried to pick up the hippie label a little bit. I <laughs> definitely 2018, I peaked in trying to be alternate and like, I still am a little bit, but I just dropped, I toned it down a bit, but like, yeah, that that's a classic. I mean, look, you're definitely, you're definitely a lot cooler than me. Yeah, I am cool. No, I still, I still, that's a low bar. It's, yeah. It's still part of me, but I just, I didn't go, I'm not going as ham as I used to on the spiritual hippie side, but maybe I should pick it back up. Maybe yeah. that can be my identity. I mean, you did I, wait, the tarot actually, cards. stop. I have sitting next to me this book called The Daily Oracle and it says seek answers from your higher self and you just like feel the vibes of the pages and then you open it and it will give you like a – it's like the, like the eight ball version Ooh. but in a book. So let's do it. About- okay, Em, I, no, I want you to challenge one, not for you in particular but just for our listeners. Okay, okay, okay. If someone can relate to this situation. Okay. So ch- channel that. Okay, channel. Okay, I'm just going to – Oh, you, they can't see me. Okay, I'm, I'm waving my hand over the book and I'm, I'm sending <laughs> my, my strength. Okay, we're going to ask it. Is the extra hustling worth it? Will it pay off for our, or us and our listeners who feel like we're in over our heads? Mm. Will the abundance come? All right, ready? Channeling. Yeah. This is so exciting. I swear to God if it's a bad page. All right. <laughs> this is fitting. It says, if you're looking for opportunities, create them. Wow. <laughs> See? The book doesn't lie. How good lie. is that? How, like, how, that's perfect. Yeah. I told you I'm a spiritual hippie. I actually think I actually think we might need to make that the title of the episode. Yeah. Thank you. What mm. is it? The Daily Oracle. Yeah, my friend shout out to my friend Jeannie because I know she listens and she's going to hear this and get really excited that I shouted her out. She bought it for me for my birthday like Aww. a year or two ago and it's so wholesome. And um thank you Jeannie. Yeah, it's you've it's just fantastic. Um, you've just titled this episode. It says how to shout use it. Shout out to Jeannie. Respect and cherish the oracle and your higher self by asking one thoughtful question every day. Breathe deeply for three counts, holding the book closed next to your heart. Oh, I didn't do this, but next time I will. Quiet your mind and focus Mm. on your question. See the question in your mind's eye or say it out loud. Run a finger along the pages and when you feel called, stop and open the book in that place. This is your higher self's answer to your question. Trust what you've read and consider how it relates to your question and your energy. Can you you read it again? What What did it say? Um, I've lost the page, but I believe it said, if you're looking for opportunities, create them. It's just so deep, isn't it? I love this. But there's also hilarious ones in there that's like, let me try and find one. Because you can just imagine open, opening it at a certain 
situation and the book calling you out on your shit. Like, I love it. <laughs> Hang on. We can edit this pause later. Like what? I just, like, th- for this, for example, it's not that serious, honey. Relax. <laughs> like, you can imagine stressing over oh something and coming to the book and then it's like, babe, get over it. And you're like, oh, my God, yes, you're so right. Like, I love this book, seriously. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Well, I think that's okay. We've co- we've covered the support and then now we've covered a little bit of the advice yeah. as well. You're so welcome. It's and and I think the second one, M, that that wasn't just a coincidence that you came up with that page. It's no. not that bad. No. It's not. It's really not that bad. Yeah. And I was listening to something this morning on uh the Gary V podcast and if anyone listens to that, it's a great kind of motivational podcast he's an entrepreneur type guy um can be a bit intense but does a lot of inspirational stuff and he talked about putting everything in context by genuinely thinking about imagine that today I got the news that someone in my family had a horrific accident give let that give context to what's actually going on right now Mm. and nothing ever seems bad in comparison to that and no. the gratitude that you have for the day and that everyone in your life is healthy and that you're able to be at university and you've got a job and you know all the all the yeah. things that are good um it gives context my favorite thing to do is to just like uh, like picture my room right now and then zoom out with my brain until it goes like you know all the way out the country the world the solar Ooh. system and then I just feel like and then I just realize that insignificant we're floating on a fucking rock like we're just we're just stupid little particles on a rock (laughs) that's all we are and sometimes that's like lovely because you're like oh yeah we're just on a rock it's all good like it's fine Mm. these problems are nothing but then also sometimes I'll be doing an assessment and just something will come over me and I'll be like I'm a floating particle on a rock what am I doing (laughs) and then I just don't want to do it anymore because I'm like I'm literally a particle on a rock like what why (laughs) what is the point of this (laughs) like I should be out doing something way more amazing than this you know (laughs) I feel like sometimes I want to be the kind of person that like I don't know like lives in a van and like does life life achievement things and sees every Mm. country and ticks things off you know what (laughs) I just wouldn't like being in a van I would it's a lovely idea but I can just imagine (laughs) the sand that would get in the sheets when you get in after being at the beach it would just fucking piss me off I, I just know I'd hate it. It'd be good for a day and then I'd be like, right, there's not enough space. I have nowhere to put my things. Uh, no, get me out. <laughs> Every time our listeners see one of those van life posts and I like watch those, you know, the, we renovated a school bus. I'm like, yeah. oh, show me. Where are all the cool yeah. little cupboards? Um, yeah. Every time our listeners see, <laughs> there's not en- there's not enough cupboards though. I don't care how many they put in. Like that's not enough. What are you going to fit in there? A mug and a cactus? Like where am I going to put all my shit? <laughs> Seriously, it just doesn't seem practical enough for me. I like to have all my ducks in a row. But every time someone who's listening sees a van post, they're just going to think about the sand in the sheets. <laughs> Honestly, it's good. Because it's easy to look over the over like look to the you know grass is greener. Look over there and be like, oh geez, maybe I should just take off in a van to Canada and live my best yeah. life. Think of the logistics. You're going to get annoyed by the sand <laughs> in the sheets. Keep grinding. The corporate life is worth it. It's worth it. Oh, it's so true. Uh, and then you know what? This is something that I think of, 
And it's something that genuinely as an HR person, I've given this advice to people before. And I can't remember if I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Um, But if you ever get to that point and you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, I hate everything. I don't want to go to work in the mornings, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to quit. Like, I think I'm going to quit. Maybe I need to leave this job. You have to do one thing first before you do that. Wait, sleep and eat and then do whatever you're about to say. Yeah, okay, yeah, sleep and eat, yeah. (laughs) You might be hungry or tired. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe. Take some time off. And if you take a week off and do something that you enjoy or just literally do nothing and just have time away from work and you come back and you don't feel any better, well, then great, you can quit. Maybe it is actually the job. Like if within a day of being back you're like, I know I still hate it, fine, leave. But the amount of times that I've been at that point and like, that, nah, that's it, I hate this place, I'm sick of it, fuck you all, I'm out of here. Mm. And you take a week off and you come back and you're like, oh, I was just really stressed. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it just all built up. I just need a break. And I think particularly in a year where most people cancelled their plans and cancelled their leave. I mean, I was meant to have four weeks leave last year and I didn't. Yeah. And I left a job and went straight into a new one without a break. Um, and I've had bits and pieces of leave but nothing significant. Um, and I've booked a holiday um, going over to New Zealand now that we've got our travel bubble, which is super Yay, exciting. Wow. Yeah, going on a ski holiday. Um, and I think everyone – listening to this needs to think about when's the last time you had some time off and I know for Mm. you Em that's obviously a bit different with work and uni and whatever but you've probably got uni holidays coming up yeah and guess what I'm doing for the whole uni holidays a three-week long internship (laughs) and guess and guess what I spent my two-week holidays that's just gone doing being more stressed than I am during the uni semester with assessments and internship stuff due so like yeah but it's okay. I will. Do you have an? Actual I'll have a break booked? at Christmas time. Do you have <laughs> an actual fine. holiday? Do you have an actual holiday booked? No. I thought you were going somewhere. Yeah, it got cancelled. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, you need to take some time off to do something else, even like yeah. a local trip. Yeah, I do. Come visit me. Yeah, I actually am coming to Sydney next weekend. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like now we've devolved into sister chat. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Um, I think we've had a great conversation though. And I think if you're listening, you can probably relate to some element of what we've talked about here of feeling overwhelmed, feeling like this year has really taken a toll. Um, last year has really taken a toll. Even just the amount of things that you're trying to do to get ahead. Um, like listening to this podcast is you know you maybe got applying for jobs at the moment maybe you're spending a lot of time applying for jobs and that's taking its toll too so em being in this situation yourself and having all these feelings today this was a spontaneous podcast so this is genuinely inspired by how you are feeling right now what are your final words Mm, i feel like i need to say something really profound and like insightful no you don't What do you actually feel? What would you actually want to hear? It's okay to do your best. No. (laughs) You you would yell at me if I I told you that. Come on. Just just I don't know. It's hard, I think, is maybe the answer. 
Mm. Yeah. It's not easy achieving your dreams. <laughs> no one said it was going to be easy. Don't settle for mediocrity, you know? Cool. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in your ears next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast, so if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group. we've been your job search besties and helped you in some way there's a cool way you can support the show shout us a virtual coffee we get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa if you keep us caffeinated we can keep the content coming <laughs>